If it feels hard, even stressful, to take a mental health day, we see you. Turns out, according to a recent survey, 66% of respondents felt guilty taking one. Which brings us to, when do you really need a mental health day and when is it not worthwhile or helpful? And how do you feel less guilty when you do take one? In today's episode, we're answering those very questions. Let's dive in. So Carolyn, today's podcast episode topic is was born from some of one of the best ways we get podcast ideas. Uh-oh. Our lives. Our own personal lives and we couldn't decide on what to actually record about today and so we made a last minute decision. And I'm liking it. I am I too. I think other people are going to like it. I think it's a good one. Do you want to tell them what we're talking about today? We're talking about taking a mental health day, how to know when you need to take a mental health day, how to do it, and most importantly, why you shouldn't feel guilty. Yes, why you shouldn't feel guilty. Maybe some tricks to tell your employer. Yes, we are definitely going to talk to about ease that. that guilt. To ease that guilt, to also feel like you have boundaries, but to also feel, to also maintain that level of openness in some way, shape, or form where your employer doesn't feel like you're just like, you know, off drinking at the bar all day. Which actually, well, honestly, you really can spend your mental health day well, you I want. Well, I think when we get there, that's going to vary greatly by employee. Yeah, I work for a small tech startup who really values company culture. And as one of the older people in the office with more responsibilities and many um, humans in my life to manage. Like, I'm the only one in that office that's uh, divorced. And you're like one of of two maybe that's over 35? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I think I'm one of two that's over the age of 35. I think that kind of sums it up. Yeah, exactly. So maybe one of two over the age of like 32. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that number might jump to like three or four if you lower the bar to 32. But – But point being is so because they value company culture and I'm working hard, you know, as as someone who as the company grows, I hope to continue to grow into like a more like leadership type role. Right. So I am from the perspective now of like I would I would like to normalize things like going for a run mid morning because I started my day at 7 a.m. from home. And you are taking a leadership role with these 20 year olds you work with. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying and 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 normalizing a mental health day. Well, but let's back up. You said you did very good today and we'll we'll tell them what you did today by, you know, setting the tone. You worked from home this morning so you could take a run and then you went into the office or you worked early, got up early and worked some. Yes, um, exactly. You'd have time to take a run. But it took a while for you to get there. Oh, <laughs> oh, not only did it take me a while to get there, not just with, with this company, like, I mean, I've been training myself for this for my whole career. Like, I'm finally, you know, ready to take the training wheels off and do it. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So, yeah. It, well, it but is. But once you do it. Oh. I know. It's really rewarding. Yeah. There it is. Okay. We are all over the place. We really are. But the whole point is, is we're talking about 
why you need a mental health day. We are going to justify it 110%. Exactly. Yes. And make you not feel so guilty because you shouldn't. Exactly. And we're going to validate that, yes, it is hard to take a mental health day. Yeah. So. Okay. That said, there was a survey that you found also earlier this week. So in a way, it was like kismet that this was the topic. It was. It just happened to get emailed to me by a publicist. And it just had some interesting stats. So I forwarded it to you. And I guess that's probably where the spark of an idea of talking about mental health days came from. Maybe. Yes. Yes. Because I think I replied to you, oh, my gosh, yes, I've been talking about in my to myself. I've been talking to myself about when I'm going to take a mental health day because so many little things are just everywhere. And I just need I need one day to just do life that's not on a weekend day when yeah. my kids are around or when my husband wants to know what we're doing or can he go play golf yeah. or whatever, where I'm like, everybody goes to their respective places and I stay home. Love Mental it. health day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, back to the stats. Yes. From this lovely survey. So, look, we all know that mental, you know, mental health conditions are on the rise, especially, you know, since COVID, right? And that burnout is a big topic of conversation in the workplace and the great resignation, which we've also talked about before. What was interesting, I thought about this survey, was that more than a quarter of Americans said that they've experienced burnout in the past year. It was specifically, it was 28%. But that's a, when you, to me, when I say it more than a quarter, I'm like, wow, that that feels like a lot. Yeah. But I also think it's more, um, the term is more just in the news more. Like, I'm sure I've been burned out before, but now everyone's talking about being burned out. So, yeah, I'm probably burned out. Yeah. You know? yeah. But, but I'm glad people are admitting it. That's true. And over 75% of people um, on the survey said they've taken a mental health day, which I thought was huge. No, bravo. Like, I was, I was really excited to read that. Mm-hmm. Now, 66% apparently felt guilty. And that, I really, I get that too. I get it. That's sad to me that they felt guilty. But but maybe also what could give us a little hope is that maybe the, it's one of those that the more you do it, the better you get at it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So at least we're, you know, 75% taking a mental health day. That's the first step. So yes. now let's get rid of that guilt if exactly. we can or try to. Well, and also there's one more stat that I think we should talk okay. about, about how 80% of respondents said they'd be open and honest about taking a mental health day. Carolyn, you don't fall in that category. You're in the 20%. I would with certain people. Like, if you were my boss, I'd tell you. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying 80% of respondents said they'd be open, which means they must, to me, that means they have bosses that they would share that with. Oh, wow. You're right. Wow. Which is why I said you're in the 20% because you don't really want to have to tell you. I'm going to call BS on this stat. 80% (laughs) would tell their boss that they're taking a mental health day. I'm sorry. I don't believe that. They said they would be open and honest about it. I just don't believe that. Well, I will say the other thing I, is that whether it's true or not, I do hope, I hope they are. That the tide and I just, is turning. Yeah, I just don't feel comfortable with my employer. I right. hope everyone has a great employer and feels more comfortable than I do. I mean, everybody deserves to feel like they can be open and honest. Right. But yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Put the anyway. rubber to the road. Maybe not. I, I, let's just say, and we may get into this later, it varies greatly by where you work. 
It absolutely in the does. culture. It absolutely does. And sometimes even within the work culture, it could vary based on like your overall tone of your employer versus your supervisor. Right. Very true. Like your company versus who you actually report to. Very true. So Yeah. So you found some great reasons for why you should make, take a mental health day. And you also found some great reasons for when you really shouldn't take a mental health day. Yeah. So we've got seven reasons why you should take one. So if anybody needs any justification, here you go. We're jumping into them now. So the first one, oh gosh, I love. You're exhausted and can't sleep. Oh my gosh, everything in my life is influenced by how I sleep or how I don't sleep. It's so true. uh, But I also feel like it gets worse with age. Yeah, maybe so. As in, like, you become that much more influenced by a lack of sleep the older you get. Yeah, probably so. Maybe that's why I'm so into sleep now. But, um, yeah, overworking yourself or being stressed about anything, whether it's life, kids' stuff, work stuff, finances, whatever it is – that often impacts your sleep and ability yes. to either go to sleep or stay to sleep, stay asleep. And when you can't get deep, good quality sleep, you're not going to be at 100% mentally or physically the next day. It's so true. It is so, yeah. so true. Yeah. I almost consider sleep like the most important health habit or the first priority because Good sleep is what enables you to get activity the next day. It enables you to um, make good food choices the next day. It enables you to, you know, be not blow your top. You know, I mean, right, exactly. <laughs> to be patient with your kids. You know, yeah, it really does. And but here's the thing too: is that all of those, and we've talked about this in past episodes, not all together necessarily, but all of those actually have research supporting them that like. When you get adequate sleep, you do all of those things. Like, you're mentally better as in, like, you know, your anxiety isn't stoked as much. You're not less likely to, you know, have a depressive day. Better, a better mental outlook. Exactly. Yeah. Make much better food choices. You're interested in exercise or just being active or getting outside, socializing if that's your thing. Yeah. You know, where where I have struggled with this, though, with – so I wake up. I have not gotten good sleep, let's say, and maybe it's been a couple of nights, and I just wake up, and I'm like, ugh. And, like, you It's like, you wake oh, it's up, again, again. Well, you wake up, and you're like, okay, 12 hours till I can get in bed. <laughs> like, you've yes. done that. Yes, I totally have. Yeah. I totally um, have. So, like, you're counting the hours till you can get back in bed and go to sleep. So, But I'm the type where I, once I'm up, I usually can't go back to sleep. And so then I'm like, do I just go on with the day and keep working? Or, you know, what do you do at that point? Um, Because I, you know, I feel like I can't get a good quality mental health day because I'm not going to fall asleep. And then I'm just going to. But anyway. Well, which we'll talk about later, but it comes down to two also. Like, what do you actually need to accomplish that day? Like, is is it ideal to take a mental health day or is it actually better for you to just have a less productive, you know, but still typical yeah. day. Yeah. Okay, reason number two. Mm-hmm. You're more anxious than usual. That one. Is that why you need a mental health day? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Maybe that in the next one. Yeah. The next one that we're going to get to is like, as soon as you (laughs) said it to me, I, I I mean, it it was like light bulb clicked in my, in my head and I thought, oh, that's me. But yes, no, but I think, so being more anxious than usual, yes. And also like personally for me, it's the onset of anxiety feel like the physical feelings of anxiety hitting me um hitting me when I'm experiencing something that maybe doesn't always trigger those physical feelings of anxiety like it's that it's having like a shorter fuse where uh, yeah what like, are your signs because you seem to be very good about recognizing your anxiety so what are kind of little signs if you don't mind sharing yeah it's it's pretty similar to how people sometimes feel when they um when they've had too much coffee, like I get like a chest tightness, I get a heart racing. Um, I have a low tolerance for inefficient use of time. So like if somebody, if I'm having conversation with someone and they repeat themselves four times, I mean, I have mentally exited the conversation (laughs) or if, um, I have to repeat myself and explain something multiple times. Yeah, we don't Again, have time for that. It's right? a yeah. it's a waste of time, and that like that's just a sensitivity of of mine. Um, those are probably the main signs. Okay. Yeah. No, I've, I um am always impressed that you 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 have very you have taught yourself very good cues or you know what signs to look for in yourself in general. I feel like better than me. I'm real good well, in hindsight. <laughs> You're a great Monday morning quarterback. Yeah. And I'm great with telling you what's wrong with you. You are. You are. You definitely. I've healed you a couple of times. You have healed me. You can Monday morning quarterback me too very, very well. Um, but yes. So more anxious than usual. And I think that that, that can play out in many different ways. Yeah. Okay. Here's the one that really just spoke to us. And this was, we, we found this in an article online and had to share the actual disc- kind of headline the article used because it just spoke to us so I deeply. I it was so perfectly written. So number three is you can't focus. And the headline said, always feeling like a squirrel scrambling to gather its acorns. When there's just so much going on at work or at home that your brain can't seem to keep track of anything, it could lead you to make careless mistakes and possibly experience even higher stress levels. (laughs) I mean... Taking a day off from the madness can help you regroup your thoughts and sharpen your focus. But I just love... Always feeling like a squirrel scrambling to gather its acorns. (laughs) I mean, you read that and I... I I think I said out loud, oh, my gosh, that's me right now. I mean, I, that's usually me. Well, it's more you right now. It's definitely me right now. And uh, Carolyn's on some new self-care routine that has her just like a Zen Buddhist over there right now. <laughs> I'm not upset about it, if you can't tell from my tone of voice. But, yeah, so I am a squirrel gathering all the acorns and, like, running running with them and dropping them and then running back to pick them up. I mean, you can see this. This is like a cartoon right now. But you know what? I hope what I'm trying to get better is that, like I said, I'm real good at seeing stuff in hindsight. I would like to see stuff earlier on because I wouldn't necessarily take a mental health day or think to take one just because I can't pick up all my acorns. I'm going to wait till I, like, 
have all my acorns and I'm still dropping them and then I fall flat on my face. And then I'll think, Carolyn, you might need a mental health day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like to I like to wait and let it hit me real hard in the face. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Literally. I, I would like to try to get better. So I like these kind of like simple things like you're just more anxious than usual. You can't focus. You know, like little things like we tend to, oh, that's kind of like with when do you need to get some help? Like Yes. You're, you always say, I'm not that bad. Well, this is kind of the same way. You know, I'm not bad enough to take a mental health day yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? I'm just waiting. I'm yeah. waiting for, like, the final straw to break the camel's back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for the lightning strike. <laughs> exactly. Literally. <laughs> Which, by the way, I cannot I, – I, I used to threaten my kids. I was like, y'all are going to make me lose it. Like, don't stop going where you're going right now you yes. know back that stuff up yes. y'all gonna make me lose it and you yes. don't want me to lose it well i can't say that anymore because they have both admitted separately they like to see me lose it oh my gosh no <laughs> it's entertaining to them so i can't i gotta i gotta do something more constructive i guess like taking a mental health day before or I maybe you need point. to do something scarier Mm. Seeing where my brain goes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this isn't good enough for you. I'm going to take it to level 10 yeah. plus. Yeah. Anyway, that's a sad note. Oh. I don't really appreciate that. That works that on my of, kids for sure. It kind of feels good to take crazy for a few minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And let them kind of like stare with big eyes. Oh, yeah. You know? I still know like what it looks like when my mom or my dad did when I was growing up. Oh, Yeah. And now Will Will has the same thing, and I do too. So, but I know when I, I know when I've pushed that button a little too far, and I'm like, "Oh no, yeah, let's dial it back now." Yep. Okay, number four, you're feeling down in the dumps. This one is a hard one. Yeah, it, I think it's a hard it, one to say. Okay, you're feeling down in the dumps. Should you really take a mental health day? Yeah, because. There have definitely been days where maybe I'm kind of down in the dumps, but I have recognized, you know, I am probably a lot better at work today, maybe just doing average work, not going above and beyond, just yes. just having an average work day and being around people, not even like close friends at work, but just being around people rather than staying in bed And not seeing anyone all day until my kids come home. Right. So I think you've got to recognize that. Or if you are down in the dumps, then maybe, and you do take a mental health day, make sure you have a plan to, like, get outside or meet a friend or reconnect with somebody or have some kind of social contact. Yeah. Or, Or make sure that you do something that usually makes you feel better that does not necessarily include sitting in a dark room watching the tv all day maybe make sure you do something that you can't do in your pajamas oh i like that (laughs) no because i was thinking too i was like well if i take a mental health day i don't i don't stay in bed all day that's just never been my mo but i absolutely will wear the you know just my comfies or my pajamas all day and not get changed until my kids come home from school and it's time to make dinner. If I, listen, there is something, I I have to get dressed every day. Now, I'm not saying like full on makeup or everything. I mean, it may be leggings and a t-shirt. 
But I have to get dressed really every day for my mental health. Yes. If I, like, and if I ever go several days and, like, stay in my pajamas, like, that's when you need to, like, put me in treatment somewhere or something. Like, I need it mentally. Like, it's just a little mental boost. I did it every day in COVID where I realized I had to start doing it during COVID. Like, I even sometimes put makeup on just because I needed, I don't know what it is, but I needed that transition from pajama Carolyn to to daytime Carolyn. Yes, exactly. In the same way that then during COVID, some of us used wine or some other cocktail of choice to transition from work day to oh, yeah. evening. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you you need to build those transitions in. I definitely feel a lot better when I put on clothes like over the week like on the weekends when I put on like real clothes and a bra earlier in the day than milling around in my bathrobe until noon like doing things but nonetheless still like oh i hope nobody knocks on my door because i'm still here in my bathrobe you know and i know this sounds this is going to sound superficial but you know i went to that ever eve um shopping event when i went to that conference two weeks yes and there it just reminded me and then the ceo and founder spoke about this actually but like there is something amazing that it does for your confidence, for your just mental outlook when you feel good in the clothes that you have on. Oh, wow. You know? I so and much I hadn't, have gone to that conference. I hadn't, like, um, not that I hadn't felt that in a while, but it was just like, yeah, and I shouldn't feel guilty about this. And she, she spoke to that, and I was, you know, um, anyway— there's just something to be said. I, it's, it's, I hate to admit it because it's superficial, but I think maybe we need to come back and visit that at a later point. Like, Yeah. You know? I would love to get her on the podcast and, and for us to talk about that some more because I think about it, too, from the perspective of, you know, how you feel on a day when you're, like, stuffing yourself into a pair of jeans that you just so desperately wanted to wear but they don't feel great versus a day where you dress up a cute pair of yoga pants that are high-waisted. Yeah. Well, the, she started this. Um, years ago because she had a complete meltdown in a dressing room after she had her first baby. Oh. Uh, and it didn't come, it took like, it was like seven years before? to evolve. But Not that it, I because she company. wanted to, like she was young, she, she had a baby and she wanted to feel hip but comfortable, but, and complete meltdown because there was nothing like for her. Wow. Anyway, evidently that needs to be an episode. Clearly, because... I totally, totally have been there. Yeah. Like after the baby. Oh. Wanting to wear something real and it not working. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not working for a while. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that was number four. You're feeling down in the dumps. What is number five? You're easily set off. Yep. See? I don't know. Sometimes when I'm set off, I knock those tasks off my list. I may See, not be I real nice to be a, around. I think there's a difference, there's though, a fine line. between your fuse, like really blowing your True. fuse versus just being a little spicy. True. I'm sitting here thinking, have I ever really blown my fuse? Well, I can I promise I wait you and I do have. it by myself. Anybody who is listening to this podcast that knows me knows I have blown my fuse. Okay. I know I have. Never in the workplace. No. I probably do it more with my mom. 
my parents, which probably isn't oh, fair yeah. to them. Yeah. Will and I talk about that a lot, about how um, – because we'll kind of, like, blow up at each other about something and then apologize, and we're like, gosh, we just shouldn't have done that. And then we're like, well, yeah, but we do it because we're comfortable with each other. Yeah. Okay. So, so number six, you keep getting sick. This is such a great one. This is a really, I, really great one. I don't, I don't know. I, I think sometimes people – we forget that we are so in tune with, like, our mental and physical stress and illness. Like, we know, like, like I know, like, if I'm super stressed one week, I will probably have a sore throat in a few days. Yes. You know? Yes. But I don't think, I think I've noticed in coworkers who aren't necessarily in, like, a health or wellness background, and it's like, I have this, and I have this, and they don't stop to think that, it, hey, maybe something overall lifestyle, um, like, yeah. That's you know, contributing to yeah. it, for sure. And also, I think it's important to acknowledge the fact that taking a mental health day is not necessarily going to give your immune system that, you know, rapid improvement or whatever. You know, you're and you're not necessarily going to feel better immediately, physically. Right. But the point is, is that if you, is the pattern, right? That pattern of like, oh, I do keep getting sick. Maybe I really need to like, decompress yeah. and let's start with a mental health day and then just a mental break from everything yes um and that may even be like parenting send them off to school and then you know check out go shopping go outside go do something outside you know just yeah. something totally different and like you said it's not going to be like an overt next day boom your immune system right that's what's stronger gone. but that's how you start you've got to kind of break that yeah cycle Yes, break the cycle. It's such a good way to put it. Such a good way. Okay, this one, this one hit home for me too because this is totally what I do. Oh yeah, I'm stressed. Same. So number seven, you feel disconnected. So you start withdrawing from people that you love because of growing demands in work, in life, and you keep doing it until you get to a point where you realize. I've got to reconnect with my social circle. And again, that was from that same article that I thought was so great. Um, Well, and I love that it suggested taking a mental health day and in that mental health day, reconnecting with your social circle. I would never think. Me neither. Yeah. But that's a long time. Your social connections, particularly that inner social circle, is so crucial to your mental health. Yes. Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, I can... I can't even count on my two hands. I would need more hands. The number of times that either I've reached out to you or you've reached out to me or Les has reached out to me or we've reached out to Les to say, hey, you've been oddly quiet. Is everything okay? You know, and because I like have this sense now and I think you have it with me too. Like I know when you're not okay. Yeah. Like. We, exactly. You know, and it's, it's like because, our, it's, our rhythm our has drop changed. off and yeah, in um, in connecting, yeah. So, be feeling disconnected, your inner circle of people realizing you're disconnecting, is 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 important. And sometimes I think too, telling your your circle of of people that when you disconnect, that might usually mean that something isn't right because some people might disconnect. And it's not an indication of something being off. You know what I so appreciated is I had a friend, maybe it was earlier, maybe it was last, it was in the fall, and she left me a voice text 
And she's like, I'm checking on you. I hadn't heard from you. And that usually doesn't mean good things. And I was like, you know what? She knows me. And like, yeah. I needed that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Because my, my, my gut is just put my head down and keep going until I get through whatever. And then I'll Same. come back up for air. Same. And that's not what I need to do. Yeah. Uh, well, now I have another friend who, when I don't hear from her, it actually is not necessarily an indication that she's drowning. It could be that she's drowning, but it also could be that she's just got because she has a couple other fr- like friend groups. Mm-hmm. It could be that she that those other friend groups are just really busy right now, right? So she's great, yeah. but her time is just split somewhere else. But, you know, so th- yeah, I think everybody's uh, obviously everybody's different, but. Yeah. I do love the, like, sentiment of if you are feeling disconnected to make a point during your mental health day to reconnect with your social circle. And sometimes that requires planning, and planning your mental health day is not a bad thing. And that is not something I would ordinarily feel like I could justify. Like, getting together with friends instead of going to work is not what I would usually say, oh, yeah, I definitely need need a mental health day to do that, you know? Yeah. But it makes sense. It really does. talk about it. It really does. So, all right, now you know, kind of, you've now been validated as to you need to take your mental health day, you've got a handful of reasons that you may or may not have ever thought about before that suggest you should, yes, in fact, take a mental health day. Do you want to talk next about when you shouldn't take a mental health day, or do we want to end with that? Well, I mean... You don't need to take a mental health day when, like, you just don't want to see that annoying coworker or that person that comes by your desk every single day or the person that goes in your Google file and edits what you've written. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, or just to avoid, because, you know, Susie is once again selling M&Ms or Boston butts or whatever for her kid's sports team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are Boston butts big here? I don't know. They are huge in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> I don't know. They, I'm telling you, they're not selling them at school. Instead, I'm getting like, you know, buy some sheets and. I know those are good sheets, by the way. They are good sheets. I, I actually found you. that out. They were really good I sheets. I bought a pair. My favorite fundraiser was from someone out of town, but it was like within 30 minutes of Tuscaloosa, and it was a flat of strawberries. Oh heck yes! I spent my. I was like, why are more people not doing this? That it was I love. Great. That's mm-hmm. great. So I don't know about the Boston butts, but (laughs) I will tell you that that is a very valid point. Like, don't take a mental health day just because you're trying to avoid somebody or something. Yeah. You know, I was talking, again, this conference that I went to, the Heather um, Adams who organized it. I had the chance to go to dinner with her and a few other people. We were kind of talking about mental health dates, and she shared with us that – they had given their teenage sons, one's preteen, one's teen, the ability to take a mental health day from school. But it had some stipulations. And I really like how she set it up for them. And I think it kind of is a good way to kind of think of it for everyone. Yeah. She told her boys that they could have one mental health day a month if they needed it from school. But it could not be just because they don't, they don't want to get out of bed one morning. And it had to be planned in advance. And I think that's so smart. Yes, um, and she absolutely. Said none of, neither of them have taken them up on it. 
I'm like, this has been a while now. But they, I think they really like knowing they have it. But I liked her stipulations, and I think that's good. Um, they're kind of good for everybody. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the, the planning it ahead is is valuable in the sense that not that then you like make a point to tie up all your loose ends at work because it's like a quote unquote long weekend. It's more uh, of the perspective of like, okay, you're going to hopefully, if you plan it ahead, I personally would imagine that you then might be more um, tuned into what you're actually going to do on that day. Or what you need to do maybe. Yes. How but you want to spend your time. I have trouble planning ahead because I feel guilty. Oh, for sure. Totally agree. That's but, why I've been telling you I've been wanting to take a mental health day for weeks now, and well, I can't figure it. out when. Can I be part of your mental health day? Yes. Okay. Okay, let's plan But it we're going to have to spend some time outdoors, or you're going to have to just excuse I yourself for outdoors. that part of the day. I can go outdoors. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Automatic seafood has a great outdoor area. <laughs> I wasn't talking about food and drinks. <laughs> I'll go sweat it out outdoors, and then I'll get cleaned up and come and meet you. Okay. Okay, so getting rid of the guilt. Um, you know, well, we've given all these reasons to, you know, help, hopefully help you feel more validated and justify in your own head. But what do you tell your employer, you know? And, you know, I saw, I was doing some reading online, and one article suggested, look, just email your boss and say, I can't, I will be out today because of personal reasons. You thought that was brilliant. I don't think I could do that. Oh, I thought that was totally brilliant, uh, particularly because I I would venture to guess that most employers, supervisors, bosses, whatever, that they're not going to stick their foot in that. What was your personal reason? Yeah. Well, you could do what one of our dear friends did um, when I worked with her years ago in our first job. She's a dietitian, one of our mutual friends. Mm-hmm. And I would never do this. She, we worked, this is our very first job, and we were horrible. We had cubes that were, you know, connected to each other. And we had this wonderful older lady who was our boss. She was kind of grandmotherly, like, you know, so she'd at, she would ask. You know, like, if you're sick, you know, like, we were single, young, t- early 20s. Like, so she yeah. asked. She, she, she wanted, wanted to make, to make sure, sure okay. you were okay. Yeah, but at the same time, like, she could kind of see through, like, BS. So, like, I never, if I had to take a mental health day and I really, or I have to take a sick day and I, it was more for mental health than not because I was sick, I would say, like, I had a migraine or something. Yeah. You know, no one can't really question that. You know, you don't have to pretend like you're sick the next day when you come back. Or like you're still feeling bad. You know, I'd always forget to do that if I did that. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but come my friend, and I almost said her name, my very dear friend, <clears throat> would just go ahead and say, Kathy, I can't come in today. I got a yeast infection. <gasps> and let me tell you, no questions asked. I mean, like, no questions, no, like, problem, like, Oh, you need about two a days. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, you know, in a way, that's kind of brilliant. It gets, but um, I, mean, I, I would so never yeah, have so the nerve. So maybe you just got to go big, go big, or be honest. But see, I, there's not many though that you could do like that where no one would like follow up with any follow up questions. That is one. That's true. We should have come up with a list before we started recording of what some others were. But that is definitely one. I mean, yeah, wait, you can't say like my STDs flaring up. 
You know, what I mean? like <laughs> might, that might be another one that works. That might be. But if you say something about your kid, someone inevitably will say like, "Oh, is you know Griffin feeling better?" Or you know, gosh, I realized early on, like I, I, I remember thinking like ten years ago, I don't know what I'm going to do if my kids aren't at home anymore and I don't have them as a cover for like a mental health day. <laughs> You know, because like, oh, well, my kid's thrown up. Well, like, that's no when, one. Yeah. That's that's when your Bruce Wayne Williams cat has to go off to the vet again. Yeah, you know. No, no, no. Okay. No. Um, okay. So, but to just rein it back to something yeah. a little bit more serious for a hot minute. So, we did a little bit of digging, right? Mm-hmm. We looked into like whether or not you actually have to disclose to your employer whether or not you're taking a sick day or sorry whether or not you're taking a mental health day and kind of depends on your leave would you say yeah it depends on your leave policy so you definitely need to be familiar with your leave policy and i would say if you're not comfortable sharing right if you're not comfortable sharing you really should be familiar with your leave policy and then it also comes down to like what your personal medical history is because more recently, I can't remember if it was 2008 or 2009, but there was an adjustment to the Americans with Disabilities Act mm-hmm. and diagnosed psychiatric conditions. Do you mean 2018, 19 or 2008? No, 2008 or 2009. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember which year it was, but I was reading it earlier this morning. Um, and so they they updated it to cover here. I just found it. The ADA Amendments Act of 2008 broadened the definition of disability to provide legal protections against employment discrimination for more individuals with disabilities, including people with psychiatric disabilities. So then, of course, the question is like, okay, well, what is a psychiatric disability? What we found, and I'm trying to find the exact words so I could read you. Squirrels in that list. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Squirrels with no nuts. Um, Well, I can't. Of course, I'm trying to find the exact list. We read it earlier. Depression was in there. Yes, it was depression. It was anxiety. It was ADHD. It was schizophrenia, bipolar. um, But it was. The full gamut. It was really. Yes, exactly. Many of the things that we've talked about. Now, they did say that they had to be diagnosed conditions. I do, and and you have to be comfortable disclosing this disability to your employer. Um, but the point is, is that typically if you tell them you're sick, they can and do ask, right? Um, but if you're taking a mental health day, it kind of yeah. borders it, into that territory I, I, of they can't really ask. Yeah. Because I, I think your, it depends. You're allowed to have privacy. That's the other yeah. thing. I think it depends on your leave situation and your environment like it's to me I would take a sick day because mental health is part of your overall health and I have a ton of sick leave and it's just easier yes you know exactly now I plan it where I'm not missing anything big where I'm not missing any classes you know that kind of stuff but yes which totally makes sense And, and I have a totally different policy I mean we have unlimited PTO so I would just straight up be like I'm taking a day yeah but yeah. also because I believe in trying to, like, foster a culture where it's acceptable to take a mental health day that I also be like, I'm taking a, leader. a mental health day. <laughs> taking it. Um, well, that's good to know. I did not know that about the American Disabilities Act. Yeah, no, me neither. And, you know, what actually triggered it was many months ago 
I was going through some job application process and it asked me whether or not I had a disability and it listed some of the disabilities. Mm-hmm. And that was when it, it like depression was in there, anxiety was in there. And I, I remember stopping and being like, hold on a minute. Can they ask this? Can they ask yeah. this? I didn't realize that this counted as a disability. But then also, of course, there was the, do you want to disclose that you have a disability? Yes, no, prefer not to answer. And I was like, prefer not to answer. Well, yeah, if you're applying for a job. I mean, obviously yeah. they shouldn't. I mean, anyway. Well, or it was like they want to fill their quota for, you know, hiring, you know, having a set number of employees with disabilities. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I thought to myself, this, I was like, I mean, even if this technically counts, I mean, I don't think that that's fair. You know, like, yeah. let's let's diversify our workplace a little bit more with something that yeah. feels more overt than yeah. my anxiety. I am. I would really like to talk to your mom, though. Briarly's mom specializes in attorney and specializes in employment law. And I would like to know about how how leave would work, like, with the ADA policy. And, you know, is it like... Okay, you can have eight weeks and then you're back? Or is it like you can specify I have this disability and then if you take a day here, like sick day here or there, no one says I need a doctor's excuse, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we should totally get her on and maybe people will comment or send us a DM or something if they've listened to it and listened to it that this episode and listened to it this far along, that it would be interesting to talk to her about like how the role that mental health plays in the American Disabilities Act and how to kind of navigate it in the workplace. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So are you ready to plan your mental health day next week? I am. I am. Yes. Good. Yeah. I think that by the time my boss or his wife usually listens to the podcast, by the time they listen to it, my mental health day will already have been logged in the books. Yeah. You'll, and you'll be in a good spot mentally to handle them. That I will. That I will. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see y'all, hear y'all, talk to y'all next week. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for the Happy Eating Podcast. I'm Briarly Horton. And I'm Carolyn Williams. If you liked this week's episode, then don't forget to rate and leave us a review on iTunes. And be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a new episode. We can't wait to have you back at our table next week for a brand new episode. Bye. Bye. The contents discussed in the Happy Eating Podcast, such as advice, studies, text, graphics, images, and other material discussed or presented on the site or podcast are for informational purposes only. Content is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on the Happy Eating Podcast. If you are in crisis or think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 8255, to talk to a skilled, trained counselor at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are located outside the United States, call your local emergency line immediately.